0: couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode.
1: So when are you guys going to... Have a little mini spike or mini snake to add to mini Caitlin over there.
0: <laughs> oh, well, we've discussed it. We, uh, definitely want kids.
2: Definitely, and, and who knows? It could happen sooner than you think. Well, I sure hope not. <laughs> just like a man, that wants to rush into anything.
0: we got a lot on our plates right now. You know, I've got to settle in, get used to being a husband and a stepdad. Right. Oh, I'm not saying never, just not right now. Hey, you want to talk wedding? No, I figured it out. Thanks. And Broomheads, and uh, we are talking about the episode with perhaps the most inappropriate title of the entire series. Uh, (laughs) This is part one of White Wedding. It is season two, and after a courtship that lasted three episodes, five episodes, (laughs) Spike and uh, Snake are getting married. That's that. Very exciting. Um, we're going to get an episode full of hijinks, and we're going to get an episode where uh, Spike really re- overreacts to something, and uh, we see what the consequences might be. So stay tuned. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, I am your pal, Alan, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. You can find me at Slip with Five Eyes or Slip, and you can find this podcast at Narbo's Podcast on Twitter, at Narbo's and Broomhead's Podcast on Instagram. And who have I got with me um, as part of the wedding party tonight? Let's go out west this time to get ourselves started.
2: It's me. It's Arlo. I'm joining you tonight. Hi, everybody. You can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. And one of my favorite movies of all time is The Breakfast Club. So... Whenever I hear White Wedding, I can't not say it the way that Bender says it to Claire. Like, it's got to be like White Wedding. (laughs) Right?
0: Uh Uh-huh. I don't Um, know what else to say.
2: (laughs) I guess I'll uh, I'll shoot it over to uh, Newfoundland, which has one of two options. Uh, Let's go alphabetical. How about Barry?
1: All right. I'm here. Yes, you are. Ready to stand next to Snake? For his big wedding day, uh huh. You follow me on Twitter at Barry Air Flynn. And while you're at the Twitter, why don't you follow to some weird podcast as well? At some weird pod, do Give it. Got a plug as well. Yeah. And uh, look forward to the the hijinks that are coming up. I'm sure it's going to be a very wedding that'll go perfectly as according to plan, as everything else does in Degrassi. That's what I expect here tonight. Can't wait. Yeah. And let's just throw it fairly ten kilometers east to Torbay. That's right, that's Ted, because I'm standing next to Barry in my uh, Billy Idol cosplay <laughs> crop top <laughs> mesh, black mesh shirt, and I got nice. fingerless gloves on both hands. And that's right, I'm Ted at SayWa3, so follow me, and this peroxide has burned my scalp, I may need to go to the hospital. So uh, to follow my idol, the William R. Idol, Billy Idol, so yeah. Hey, everybody, <laughs> How's get, it, going? get laid, get fucked. No, sorry, <laughs> wrong song. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it. At like a teenage dance. Yeah. Is that a thing everywhere? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had a cousin lives in uh, Sudbury. I remember she came down. He goes, you ever heard a song Money, Money? Well, you know, that that space in the middle. There's these extra words. I think they only do it in Sudbury. And we're like, no, they do that here. <laughs> 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 the, the megalopolis that is Sudbury the... <laughs> perhaps we
2: should explain what we're talking about for our listeners who might not be familiar please do I mean I, I'm sure that most of them are but maybe if someone's you know listening from Italy or something they don't know anyway um, Billy Idol has a song called Moni Money, and after Billy Idol says Moni Money in the song then everybody yells Hey motherfucker get laid get fucked.
0: That's what they say?
2: Space. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. How offensive oh my ears. It is. Um yeah. So that's that's a thing in North America or at least in all of our regions,
0: I suppose. <laughs> yes, it is.
2: Yeah. So if you didn't know, now you do. Next time you hear money money on the radio, shout it out loud.
0: <laughs> Especially if you're driving <laughs> with, with you. your kids. Yeah. yeah.
1: Let them know. You're at your uncle's wedding. <laughs> it's tradition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the bar
0: mitzvah and they play that song. Let her <laughs> rip. Exactly. Um so this is White Wedding. Uh, of course as we've said White, White Wedding is a wedding. song by <laughs> Billy Idol. Um funny enough this episode is a two-parter. The song White Wedding is also a two-parter. So, well, yeah. Do tell. <clears throat> Um, I don't know. It just, it's a two-parter. <laughs> There's White Wedding the Part song? 1 and Part 2. Yeah. Yeah, Part 2 is the really? B-side. Yeah. Huh. I mean, you know, I'm, have... we're all familiar with White Wedding Part 1. I could not, I'm assuming that White Wedding Part 2 is either completely different or just a continuation of Part 1. I am not familiar with White Wedding Part 2. <laughs> Maybe the only way to figure it, it out. I'm you happy that
2: this title, unlike a lot of them, has... Maybe a little bit more to do with the subject matter Like the subject matter of the song kind of Coincides with the subject matter Of the uh, episode Because Billy Idol wrote White Wedding for his Sister His little sister who was pregnant And he thought that she was rushing Into getting married Because she was pregnant So Kind of some Similar themes Which makes me happy
0: But the idea of the white wedding is supposed to be like the the virginal bride, right?
2: Right. So it's, I mean, when he wrote it, it was like, it was sarcastic because she was pregnant, right?
0: And so I guess this episode is sarcastic because Spike has a child and as we're going to find out is carrying as well.
2: Yeah, it is not going to be a white (laughs) wedding for
0: Spike. Um, Also in the music (laughs) video for White Wedding, there is a scene where Billy Idol forces a wedding ring made of barbed wire onto Mm, his bride's finger and cuts her knuckle uh and then uh mtv had to edit that and also in the video there were apparent nazi salutes made by the crowd towards the couple so wow uh uh-huh Oh yes
2: also there's an exploding kitchen in the video which is the same exploding kitchen that we was used in david bowie's ashes to ashes video
0: oh he's like you still got that exploding kitchen because we need one for uh, this video, Slight, I... slightly used. Yeah,
2: I think yeah. Well, I think David Bowie. I think "Ashes to Ashes" was first because I think "Ashes to Ashes" was released in nineteen eighty? Question mark mm. And I think "My yes. Wedding" was you, after that. You so. tell
0: us, Bowie superfan. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. So we're gonna get into these two parts again. The pretty much the whole story on this one is. Uh, Spike and Snake's wedding, and kind of all the hijinks surrounding it. So, we do get you know A and B storylines, but it's all centered around uh, getting ready for this wedding, right? Right, yeah. I guess we're kind of
2: 50 50 tonight, right? Like, Barry and I have been through getting married, and yep. you, <laughs> I love you how you
0: describe t- it. We have survived yeah. getting married,
2: we yeah, we, we, had, a, we had a wedding
0: hashtag um, blessed yeah.
1: and, and I Alan and, uh, have never yeah, been loved Alan and Ted have,
2: have not had a
1: wedding I,
0: well, have, <laughs> well, I haven't been married that I know of <laughs> like, hold on hold on a minute <laughs> me alone forever so thanks
1: did
2: you have a, a big wedding Barry
0: uh, a couple of hundred people I think
1: wow fairly, maybe I don't who know was, who was there I know one person <laughs> was there Ted, Teddy, <laughs> somebody that's else. Right. Was. Courtney, uh, Courtney hey, was there. Hey, that's right. Ted and Courtney were there, and uh, we showed up late. Barry, Barry they were I making was speeches. My speech. <laughs> I was doing. No, it was my speech, the last speech of the thing. <laughs> and Ted and Courtney walked in, and and others, a couple of our friends. Yeah, like oh, thanks for thanks for showing up. I said we were shining by that point. We were doing <laughs> <Yeah>. well. So, <laughs>
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> my my wedding was very small. It was only about seventy people, and it was like shoestring budget. I think we like it. We it cost us like two grand, and we pretty much made that back and broke even with gifts, and that
0: was. Like, I mean, <laughs> I do remember how I had to send the regrets for not being able to go from the invite you gave me. So, mm. huh. <laughs> Huh?
2: If <laughs> I got married tomorrow, I would absolutely invite all of you. There you go. Make, also, we had to keep it pretty small.
0: So. Make it happen. Get married mm-hmm. tomorrow, please.
2: <laughs> I don't think. think it
1: was 200 of my way. I, I can't remember. It was over 100, though. I've I, been, been married to be 16 years this year, so. Congratulations. And also when we came in late, then I headed straight to the car bar outside because somebody had a trunk full of beer and I spent the whole night in the parking lot drinking beer with all your friends. (laughs) It was fantastic. There was a bunch of people. Thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. No problem. (laughs) I think I shook your hand and I was like, This is awesome. And walked right out out of the Legion. (laughs) It was awesome. It was great. Thanks,
0: man. Heartwarming story. (laughs) Love you, man. (laughs) Uh, Uh, This aired in Canada on January 5th. If you lived in the States, you only had to wait an extra day to watch this on January 6th, 2003. Mm -hmm. Uh, Happy New Year. And it was written by A.A. Ron Martin and Tassie Cameron. It was uh, teleplayed by A.A. Ron Martin again and directed by Bruce McDonald, who we have heard of before.
2: This poor man, every week, we're like, "Hey, Aaron," and he's, like, sitting at home, single tear into Aaron.
0: <laughs> Shed those tears, A.A. A, Ron. <laughs> um, <laughs> I-, I will say, I mean, I'm, I'll get into the synopsis as usual here, but I found that, like, the first five, six, seven minutes of the show were really, like, paced, like, frantically. Like, just things happening, and, like, what, like, jumping all over the place, and... I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they did it on hap- purpose. Yeah, a lot happened before even the opening credits, even
1: before the whatever it takes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> we get Snake at the uh, in class, and he is teaching them what RAM stands for. Uh, anybody? What does RAM stand for? Random access memory. Yeah, Liberty got it right, and so do you. Good job. Um, but yeah, Snake Liberty. actually doesn't hear the answer because he is distracted. And he says inappropriately to his class, I can't believe I'm getting married tomorrow. So, oh, jeez. Well, he also also has a hat with ram's horns on it. (laughs) Like, oh,
2: is that what it is?
1: I was like, ram.
2: Got it. I was just like, why is he wearing a stupid fucking horn hat? Like, I, okay, got it. Ram. (laughs) Makes sense. I have
1: in my notes, Viking hat. (laughs) So, (laughs) oh, like, but thank you for explaining that. Which was, I
2: mean, ra- those aren't ram's horns. Ram's horns are like the curly kind, or yeah, whatever. Nice. But whatever. That's
0: Maybe what he's fine. going for, I think. The okay. Viking hat oh. that somehow he couldn't dig up in the last episode when he was representing Sweden. He only <laughs> he only had the white T-shirt with the Swedish flag on it. Um. So, just saying. Um, so again, like I'm finding. So it might be a little different in this situation because Emma's is in the class and he's getting married to her mom and they're going to be a family so the students in the class may know a little bit more but in the grand scheme of things when i was in school i had no fucking idea if my teacher was getting married i couldn't give a shit if they got distracted about it like but in this well, class hundred percent. grade yeah.
2: four my teacher got married um and it uh, she changed her name so that's I mean, why we knew, I guess. Like, she went from Madame Lavoisier to Madame Mospinchuk, and then we all had to remember how to say Mospinchuk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you did it. Yeah, grade four. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so he asks the class if they have any final questions, and Liberty surprises him with a gift and asks him to open it. We'll find out what that gift is a little later. Uh, they ask him to do a speech, and so he does a speech about love. To his fucking computer class. Uh, JT asks if they really need to hear it. Um, he's kind of mumbling to the people around him. Manny tells him to shut up. Sean says JT has never been in love. Um, he's fucking 13. And Manny claims that Sean is in love with Emma. And then I wrote, none of them are in love. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, Sean is not the expert on love in this situation. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, so then we get the bell ringing and we also get an alarm and so we move on to Emma who is not in school. She wakes up and she is all bug-eyed and for some reason there are fucking flower petals all over her bed. i yeah, Was assuming
2: she was like doing like making decorations or something. I don't know.
0: That yeah, was weird. Like, and then the only reason, I mean, you do flower petals, I guess, for the flower children to throw, because the only other way is to decorate the the hotel room where they're going to fuck later, and I don't think (laughs) you'd (laughs) want your kid to do that. (laughs) I I thought Sean broke in at night and all over a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she screams and looks at the clock, then we cut to her running down the hallway, and then downstairs she is looking for Spike. Um, She sees Spike downstairs, and she's worried that um, Spike had left without her. Spike tells Emma to relax and breathe. She just needs to get something uh, for her headache. Emma says she's trying not to panic because they have a lot to do before tomorrow. So this is apparently Friday, um, and the next day is Saturday when the wedding is going to happen. So they leave. Uh, They arrive at school at Degrassi. And Emma is still flipping out over details and mentions that Caitlin is going to be at the wedding. And then she runs into the school while Spike is sitting outside in the car and Spike looks into her bag and we see, dun, 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 pregnancy test. Show opens.
1: (laughs) Is this a call? This is a callback, though, to the first time, right? Of course. The shopper's bag.
0: Oh, did she have the shopper's bag? It was shoppers, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, like this, remember back
1: when, like, her mom confronted her? What's in the bag when Spike was realized she has zero stealth skills at all? <laughs> and it's like, she just traipses up over the stairs. What's in the bag? Nothing. Like, oh, uh, just put it under your shirt or something. But, uh, yeah, so I think it's I think it's a way callback to when Spike got pregnant the first time.
0: Uh, but is it a chemistry set that she bought to figure out if she's pregnant? <laughs> Like we saw before. (laughs) Like fucking vials and tubes and... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I really don't understand.
2: Like, I know show got a show, but I don't understand why. Like, if they had so much to do today, like, it makes sense that Emma needs to be excused for the day so that she can take Mm -hmm. care of all the shit they have to get done. Why was this not arranged in advance? Why does she have to bring an absence slip the day of?
0: Well, yeah, and her fucking dad's a teacher at the school. school. Like, her, her... her, her soon to be, you know, stepdad? Is that what he is? Dad?
2: Like, I, I'm assuming Spike could have just called and been like, yo, Emma's not going to be in today.
0: They're like, you or bring they that could sl- have
2: arranged it a week ago.
0: Radich is like, bring that slip in or she's suspended. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we come back from the uh, opening credits. Manny tells JT that true love exists, even if his quest to find an older woman hasn't worked out. And as they're speaking, Emma zooms by them and they say to her, aren't you off today? And she says she just needed to turn something into Quan and she gives Miss Quan an essay and an attendance slip and they do not exchange any words. She just hands it to her and runs off. Um... Manny asks Emma about Sean and says that he's still in love with her. Again, they were never in love. I mean, you don't want to speak for other people's feelings, but come on.
2: They went on one date.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Emma says they dated but weren't in love. Manny says she is in uh, that he is in love with her and she should invite him to the wedding. And uh I thought it's the fucking day before the wedding like <laughs>
2: Also, it's not up to Emma how who to invite to the wedding. Yeah, like you have to worry about like how many people are eating and where people are going to sit and all that stuff. You can't just be fucking inviting people willy nilly.
0: It's not a party at your mm. place. Like
1: mm.
0: there's planning. I think Emma. I think Emma
1: can. <laughs> <laughs> Emma lives in a world of no rules. Yeah. So this kind of tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Regular weddings, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone else in the universe, one hundred percent. Emma's
0: world, no. Whatever. <laughs> It's fine. Emma says that her and Sean are over no matter what Manny heard, but then asks Manny what did she hear? And Manny says it doesn't matter because it's over. And then Emma confirms with Manny that Manny will be coming over to spend uh, the evening with her. Uh, so Emma leaves. Then Manny goes to see Sean in the library. Um, she's going to make some good decisions here. Uh, she says big wedding tomorrow. And he says, oh yeah, give my best to Miss Nelson, who if we recall when he met her, he called Christine <laughs> to her face. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So now we've, we've, yeah, we've formalized things finally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Manny says you can tell her yourself and just give some an invitation.
2: Also, mm-hmm. these invitations are kind of...
0: Please, yes, describe them. <laughs> I agree.
2: Um, I mean they have obviously just been printed out on a print like on a printer mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine. I mean I'm totally on like doing things on a budget. Like I didn't have wedding invitations. I just sent out Facebook invites <laughs> cuz I'm not spending fucking $400 on fucking invitations. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean they're a little janky though. These these invitations are slightly what? janky
0: wasn't Spike's name on it as Spike?
2: Yep. Yeah, Spike and Snake. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: We see the side that says Spike here and later we'll see the side that says Snake. Mm-hmm. Cuz apparently Spike and Snake's grandparents and like people that didn't go to school with them were like, yeah, Spike and Snake. Makes sense? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cute. It's cute. I mean, I I haven't actually watched the second part of this yet. Um, So I don't remember what their wedding is like. Like, I'm totally for super casual weddings that are just like super fun and not super formal. So an invitation like that would go with something that's really casual. So I'm interested to see what their wedding ends up being like. Uh,
0: JT and Toby are walking in the hallway and JT says that they have a pit stop to make. JT says there are upsides to love. And here are the three upsides. Emma has the day off, Simpson canceled homework, and strippers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Toby Toby says, yeah, when he thinks of love, he thinks of strippers. JT says there will be a bachelor party with strippers. And then they run into Craig, who calls them JT and Tony.
2: J.P. Or, sorry, <laughs> J.P.
0: and Tony, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which are immediately, like, better names, by the way. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Like, J.P. and Tony sounds like a show you could spin off from uh, Grassy. <laughs> hey, it's me, J.P. and Tony. So, Craig, who clearly does not know who these two people are and has just met them, um, is fine entertaining them, asking about the stag if they can drop by, to wish Snake good luck. And then he tells them there's going to be no strippers because Snake said he didn't want one. And they talk about how lame that is. And then JT convinces 14-year-old Craig to hire a stripper for Snake's party. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yep. we're going to go with this storyline, apparently.
2: I mean, I, presumably Craig, like, he doesn't know them, but presumably he knows that they're friends with Emma. And Manny, right?
0: I, I think know. so. You would think, right? Like he, he, he hangs out with Emma and Manny, and
2: yeah, he probably recognizes that they're friends of theirs. Yeah, even if he doesn't know their names or whatever. So I, I don't know. I kind of buy it that he would entertain this with them.
0: Uh, so we immediately go to the Fillmore Hotel. Um, Arlo, you'd asked me if I knew about it, and I initially said no, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah. So yes. It's yeah, a, it uh, is a
2: real, I'm, I was kind of happy, like this, uh, the Next Generation doesn't have a lot of on-location shoots, it's usually sound stages, so it was kind of nice to see like a, an actual Toronto landmark there, um, so Fillmore's Hotel is an actual place, it is actually a gentleman's club um, that has strippers and things like that. They also have Naughty Talk if you want to have an intimate conversation. (laughs) Wonderful. FYI. (laughs) Apparently, it's totally COVID safe if you want to visit. Um, But yeah, it's located at uh, 212 Dundas Street East in Toronto (laughs) if you want to have a Degrassi tour.
0: Um, So we start Craig, JT, and Toby's Wacky Adventures to get a stripper. Uh, They knock on the door and... I don't know if it's the owner, it's a bouncer, it's somebody, but he's like...
2: Credited as as bouncer.
0: (laughs) Hey, kids, the Boy Scouts are down the road. (laughs) Uh, Sheila's uh, husband. Sheila's husband. Yes, that's that's right. I I had oysters and they (laughs) gave me gas for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the stripper that they're interested in, because I guess they saw her on the poster outside of the Fillmore is Fancy.
2: Fancy. I love it.
0: Uh, The bouncer says, Fancy doesn't do outside engagements. Come back when you're legal. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. So that's it. (laughs) Uh, They are then sitting outside of the convenience store eating junk food, the three of them. And Craig says, This is going to take some fancy negotiating. Um, So then Craig... Goes over to Joey. So again, Craig is 14. Joey is his stepdad, I guess. Who he's living with because his real dad beats him up. So Mm. he's living with Joey. And he goes up to Joey and he says, Hey, Joey, I need to make a choice. Do you want plain old chips or do you want spicy nachos? I don't know what that... You know? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Mm, Okay.
0: Yeah. He's like what do you want? Do you want uh, potato chips or potato chips with tits? Like, huh? Which one do you want? (laughs)
1: Which
2: one's it going to be, Joey? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So A chip with big old honkers. (laughs) uh, uh. Uh, So he says, you know, like tonight you've got a plain boring event or you could have a hot spicy event with a stripper. And just from this sentence from Craig... Joey says no It goes against Snake's wishes It's sexist etc and it's Perfect he'll embarrass the hell out of Snake so he is just Craig the stepson 14 years old has just changed Joey's mind about getting a stripper
1: I
2: mean this is It's Joey it's unsurprising
0: Not Not only is he Convinced but he says He won't get in trouble for it Because if Snake is mad he'll tell him It was Craig's idea <laughs> so then, the 14 years old, yeah. Idea. Yeah, so kid
2: under the bus.
0: What do you want from me? The fucking kid
1: wanted it. Like, he said he's gonna like, jump like, in front of a train if I didn't do
2: it. Just like <laughs> Ted Cruz, <laughs> Ted Cruz going to Jamaica.
0: Uh
1: huh. <laughs> it was for my daughters.
0: Yeah, they needed it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> right after this conversation takes place, we have Angie coming around the corner saying she's going to grandma's. And I thought, why isn't Craig going to grandma's? Like he is also a minor, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's not mm-hmm. happening. Uh, so then we're back to Spike's place. Emma is getting her hair done. So it is, uh, <clears throat> Arlo explained this to me cause I know nothing about perms. Like she's got her hair in the bag and it yep. needs to be in there for 20 minutes.
2: Yeah, it's, like, basically you put, like, you put in the rollers and then you apply, like, chemicals. And the chemicals, like, sets those rollers so that it stays, basically. I don't know why you would get a fucking perm for just a wedding. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't just get your hair done for that day. Because, like, a perm, it stands for permanent. It's permanent. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's it's a temp.
0: I'm getting a temp.
2: And I, I have a feeling that after this set of episodes that permanent is going to be not so permanent so
0: i mean obviously
2: it's a plot device for the show but yeah i don't know why you would do this i don't know why you wouldn't just use a curling iron for a single day event
1: were you a perm fan
2: i have never had i've never had a perm
1: no nope Me and you both
2: i was like (laughs) when perms were like super popular i was a little bit too young to get one like Mm. they were super popular in the 80s and stuff my sister had a perm
0: I mean, Spike could have been like, you know, like uh, Simon at his wedding.
1: He had a perm. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Epic perm. Yeah. So Spike says it has to be, you know, take 20 minutes. And in that time, she's going to go have a shower. And then we see Spike uh, go upstairs and she's going to take this pregnancy test. And some woman shows up and Emma signs for the wedding cake. And when she opens the cake up, the cake says "Happy Bar Mitzvah, Rhoda," and uh, in big capital letters, I wrote "Hi Jinks." So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cake is screwed up. Oh, what a oh! Could it get yes. any worse?
2: This hey, woman yo, is only yo. credited as cake delivery person.
0: <laughs> was she in any <laughs> other shows? Did she deliver cakes to the Littlest Hobo?
2: Well, her name is Margaret Ma, and she was in uh, American Psycho. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, she, Which Phil <laughs> Collins song did she get murdered like, to? Very like stereotyped. <laughs> type. Like she's like here's her her role. She's like Mrs. Kai in Night Heat. She's Chinese woman in ENG. <laughs> She's old woman in Kung Fu. The legend continues. She's Chinese woman in Model by Day. She's Chinese woman in Mimic. She's dry cleaner woman in Mimic
0: Psycho. <laughs> oh, they like, so what's your specialty? Uh, I I am, I'm really good at being nameless. Uh,
2: <laughs> also, I'm Chinese.
0: I have uh, I play roles where I'm either a single ethnicity or profession. <laughs> <laughs> perfect uh we need you we need you to be an ant and we need you to be chinese nope <laughs> do things <laughs> Sorry. okay just we'll move to the
1: next step and uh first i'm just gonna throw out a profession and you just go with it okay uh ma'am a firefighter uh no um a teacher uh no uh a, um i don't know laundry person is that a, that i
0: can do <laughs> oh good lord what are they doing it's terrible yeah. it's fine <laughs> Uh, so Spike is sitting in her room looking concerned, and Emma busts in to tell her about the cake, and Spike doesn't give a fuck about the cake anymore. She says there's more important stuff, and she tells Emma that she's pregnant, and Emma drops the cake.
2: So now they can't return it. Great job, Emma. Yeah. Um... Also, don't tell Emma this information. This is a bad idea.
0: Yep. I don't even
2: know what happens, and I can tell you that this is a terrible idea. Do not tell Emma this information.
0: Yep. Uh, So then, of course, uh, this is where we fade to commercial. Uh, We come back. Emma is, of course, it's devastating for her, this news. Uh, So (laughs) she, she is outside, and Manny shows up. She asks, What's wrong? Emma immediately says Spike is pregnant. Uh, Manny says, How did that happen? But then confirms, like, Oh, I know that happened. Like, you know, s- s- uh, Snake Dictor. So, yeah.
1: They were banging yeah, <laughs> I got it. Quote, Snake Dictor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's canon. Yeah. Uh, Manny asks if they planned it. And Emma says, No. Manny says, It's exciting. And then she. <laughs> says also oh, exciting. I invited Sean to the wedding. Uh, <laughs> Emma is pissed and says, "Uninvite him," and then we have to break the tension with Manny being like, "What's that smell?" and Emma realizes it's her hair, and we get Emma's mega permed hair, and it's more hijinks.
2: <laughs> Perms do
0: smell, girls.
2: By the way, been <laughs> compared to his like rotten eggs, like the. The, the perm? Chemicals. Yeah, the perms do smell bad.
1: Because it's like burning your hair, right? It's like breaking it. Is that right? Not, I don't know.
2: I mean, it's not super awesome for your hair. That's true.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, the doorbell rings, and Caitlin and Lucy are there for Spike. And uh, then we see Emma and her hair. And <laughs> Lucy says to Spike, I thought you were supposed to be a professional. <laughs> this is awesome. Shade. Yeah.
2: Also, earlier, yeah. like Emma was saying that Caitlyn was coming to perm her hair.
0: Yeah, you're right.
2: It was weird. I don't know why they put that in there. Like, it makes total sense that Spike would do it because she's a freaking hairdresser. So I don't know why they put that in even in the beginning that Caitlyn was going to do it. It's like, what?
0: uh Caitlyn says that they're there to help and that they're going to have a girl's night out that night. So I guess Lucy, Caitlyn, and Spike, like the three best friends in all of Degrassi, if we remember. <laughs> That's right. Inseparables. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, they. Were, I think they were known as the uh, the female Zit Remedy, if I uh, yes, recall correctly. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Sean is actually. You know what? They were all kind of tied to them, right? Like Joey and Caitlin, Snake and Spike, Wheels and Lucy had a moment. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> So you know, I don't,
2: I, like, I I kind of <laughs> buy it. I guess like Spike and Lucy were always friendly. You know, Lucy was friendly with the twins, and Spike was also friendly with the twins. So it would, you know, it makes sense that they became friends after like better friends after high school or something. Like they obviously know each other and run in the same circle. And then Lucy and Caitlin were friends during school's out for some unknown reason.
0: Do you think so? Do you think that Spike told Emma that she got she got knocked up at Lucy's place on Lucy's bed with her? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. She's like Lucy's kind of your aunt. I'll explain. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
1: it's a long. It's a long story. Actually, it's not a long story at all. I'll it's a, quite short. Actually. Yeah. It's a one-thruster actually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. So, as mature as we've been so far, now
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's just let's just let's just dive right into the dumpster. Uh, <laughs> Sean is fixing his bike with Tracker, our favorite <laughs> character. <laughs> uh, Tracker says, "We should get out of the city tomorrow, Sean." Uh, um, he's also uh, eating food right out of a pot. Crap dinner, right I have. Yeah. Okay. This is I think we
1: need to to tell the audience this is to the eyes of Sean cuz Sean really wants a br- a human brother and he shows in his mind he's putting it like as if trackers eating with a spoon out of a bowl. But in real life, Tracker is actually pushing a bowl around the the yard with his nose, (laughs) eating out of it. You know how they they lick the other side of the bowl and Uh they push it around? Uh Dogs do. You know that stuff? So that's actually truly happening. That is the actual reality. And Sean is talking to Tracker, but Tracker's just eating his supper that Sean put down for him. (laughs) So, anyways, I just want to clarify. That's, I think, actually what's happening. That's
0: even a better (laughs) theory than the one we had before. Like, that Tracker is actually, like, a real dog, but we see him through Sean's eyes. He's like, no, he's my brother, and he talks to me. Absolutely,
1: because Sean didn't have a real family, and he believes his dog is his family. So, everything (laughs) Tracker does, everyone else sees Tracker as what he is, which is a fucking dog. So, he's like... Trackers clanking the bowl around, and Sean is having a serious conversation with him, but the dog is just eating his supper. So, yeah. I like love Anyways. this. Like
2: when when he was like bitching at Emma about her fucking essay, he was actually just like. Uh
0: huh. Absolutely. Grabbed it and just chewed it all up, ripped it off. That's actually what he did too when Emma wrote that article he didn't like. He just, the dog had the paper in his mouth and he's like, rrr, rrr.
2: and he was like smelling it first. He was like, smells like garbage. <laughs> uh,
0: so Sean shows Tracker the wedding invite and we see the side of the invite now that says snake on it. And Tracker says, looks like garbage. <laughs> um, Tracker says, Nelson, as in Emma Nelson. And he says, looks like you have better plans So then Manny shows up To speak with Sean And for some unknown reason We decide to have her trip over a gas canister I, Why? Why was this?
2: like it's, Hijinks It's not like canon that Manny's super clumsy Or something, like I just don't understand it
0: <laughs> They're like, that Manny Always falling over things <laughs> As in Right now Yeah she
1: is i guess shrug, shoulder shrug
0: and like the I, trip I, the trip does nothing like there's no it's not like she broke her arm or twisted her ankle no chaos. right yeah. i'd say when they filmed it she the actress actually tripped up and they're like ah just continue don't worry about it yeah. not, we're not redoing this
1: <laughs> one <laughs> take
0: santos that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah uh so uh tracker doesn't give a fuck she he just goes inside cuz he's a dog he doesn't care if people fall I love uh,
1: going in the house. That's where like
0: yeah. sort of water dishes. <laughs> go in the house? Want to go in the house? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you want to go in? Come
0: on. Let's go. And uh, Manny tells Sean the invite she gave him was a mistake. She apologizes, and he says it's no problem. She sulks and leaves. Sean is also sulky. Dogs have empathy, so Tracker comes out and says his offer for the next day still stands. So, hooray. Which really
1: just, he laid his head in his lap. And there was no there was no dialogue in this. In, the, in reality, like in Sean's mind, he said, you know, take a rain check, it's all good. But uh, in reality, he just came over and like did that thing where he like laid his head on his leg.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Snake and Joey arrive at Spike's place and Snake has brought some shit over that he's moving in. And one of the things that he has... Is what looks like a big bronze ornament of a python that was apparently a gift from the class, or a cobra, or a cobra. Sorry, not a python, yeah, yeah a cobra. Yeah, I,
2: I thought I kind of think it's rad. No one seems to appreciate it, but I, I, I liked it. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: he, also, he also had a guitar case, which I, and he also had vinyl. Actually, no, not him. Actually, no, I think he did have vinyl too. But there was a guy later that had records as well.
2: Well, my question is, why the fuck are you trying to move in? The day before you're getting fucking married. This is not moving day, okay?
1: His lease is up. They, they, they clearly sewn up that plot hole. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've, I feel like they. This was a badly planned wedding.
0: If this is the case. <laughs> well, again, it kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like, wasn't it like three episodes so. ago where they're like they're engaged, and now the wedding is happening? Like,
2: yeah, the night before your wedding <laughs> is not the time to start moving in.
0: Like I believe FYI. I believe this season has what like twenty episodes, twenty two episodes. We're on episode twelve. <laughs> they were dating in episode one? Three? It was three. Mm-hmm. Like th- th- sorry is th- when he told Emma, I think. Yeah, it was implied yeah. they were dating in episode one. In episode three they told Emma and episode twelve is the wedding. So
2: <laughs> I wonder why they fast forwarded this plot so fast. It's weird.
0: They really could have gotten more out of this, right? Maybe They could
2: have milked this shit for, like, several episodes. Yeah. It's like it's just on fast forward.
0: Uh, so Caitlin asks the guys what they're doing that night. She's like, scotch, cigar, strippers? Um, and knowing Caitlin, like, I feel like young Caitlin would have been cool the strippers. <laughs> or, may- or maybe she's like, strippers, my dad knows <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, snake says no strippers Joey says they're going bowling uh, Spike asks Snake To talk with her um, But before they talk we have to get The the trope Where Lucy's like Hey one day you might have a mini Spike or mini snake Huh Huh?" Mm-hmm. And uh, we get Snake's Sna- like
2: fuck no I never want Children <laughs> what was that you were gonna tell me Spike
0: And actually, I think the important thing is he like let's actually listen to Snake's words because what Snake says here is not what Spike is going to interpret for the rest of the episode. That is very true. He says they he actually says these words. He says they definitely want kids. Mm -hmm. Spike says it might be sooner than they think, and Snake says, Well, not now. I gotta settle in and there's work and blah blah blah. And then he asks Spike if he wants to talk. And she says no because she has jumped to many conclusions. This adult who has gone through a pregnancy and has been raising a child is all of, like, this is all of a sudden the, like, as we're going to see here, um, you know, the maturity of somebody on Full House about <laughs> about the <this> situation. <laughs>
1: uh
0: and again, now we're going to get a whole lot of drama because she just couldn't tell him. Like she was like, based on that, I can't tell him. Like honestly, if she heard that from him and she's like, well, now we can't talk about it. Why are you getting married?
1: Yeah, like yeah. Snake is also a raw dog here. Like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, man. She's of the age. It's like you know, Spike is what twenty five in this. It's like, and you're doing it. You're not wrapping. You're not wrapping anything up. It's like. Oh, shit happens, man. What <laughs> did you
2: think was going to happen?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we're at Joey's bachelor party. Uh, some dude shows up with a stack of records. Joey tells Snake to loosen up for his uh, stag. And he says, I've got something to help later. Which, like, everybody in the world would be, like, stripper. But... Yeah, exactly.
2: So yeah. this uh, this guy, he actually has a name. He's gonna be in Snake's wedding party. I don't know who he is, but his name is Dean.
1: Hmm. Dean.
2: To me, he looks vaguely like uh, the lead singer of Metallica. But
0: <laughs> that's anyway. who he is. Canon. Yeah. So, well, his so name fatter. is
2: Dean. His real name is Dean Blundell. So it was a guy that they stuck in there. Like, yeah, your name's uh, you know, Dean. Say <laughs> it's your real name.
0: <laughs> Look him up and down. Your hey, name's Dean. It's <laughs> like Go with it. we'll just keep that name. Uh, is it is it Dean Blundell, Like the radio personality from The Edge? I don't know. I, I it must be the same guy. It, he he was a it might be. Yeah, he's a shock jock in in uh, Toronto, and he's still on the radio here.
2: It says nothing about that on IMDb, so I couldn't tell you.
0: But yeah, uh, I mean, he may be the the shock jock, and he may be. The guy who'd had one appearance on DeGrassi, uh. <laughs> mm. and just uh, to confirm, Snake's brother is nowhere to be seen, right? <laughs> nope, I don't oh, think so. Okay. Mom banished them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Still right. banished, right, buddy. Right, buddy, um, and I believe they're listening to the headstones mm-hmm. at this party. So, does anybody know what the song's name is? I only know like two it's... headstone songs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I brought this up in our uh, off the air chat, and it's Tiny Teddy. Oh, so it's about I don't you. know. Right, I don't yeah. know why it's called that. I didn't bother to look up the lyrics, but anyways, it's about your weenie. So, so Tiny Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Uh, also, with this, so okay, in this universe, so this is a headstone song with Hugh Dylan singing in the headstones who is the actor who plays craig's dad so is craig's dad hugh dylan he's just on like he's in like i don't know witness protection or something <laughs> is this possible it, because you can hear him singing like you go that's craig's dad and craig seems to be fine with it he's at the party so
0: i don't know explain that to me Aaron. Hey, yeah, it's the it's, it's the it's the time where Hugh Dillon took some time off to become an accountant. Or no, sorry, a surgeon. <laughs> a
1: surgeon. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. A surgeon.
0: He's in witness protection,
1: but they gave him a job as a surgeon. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. A, a, a surgeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you got surgery in two hours? You better get it figured out. Yeah, it's easy.
0: You're. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all good. Um, so the doorbell rings again. Craig answers it. It's JT and Toby in their 80s gear from the uh, 80s dance, their Miami Vice knockoff gear. Craig says he hasn't cleared them with Joey, and Joey then comes to the door and asks what JT and Toby are selling, and JT has no problem telling Joey they're there for the stripper. (laughs) Do
2: you guys notice that Radich is at the bachelor party? Yes.
0: Yes did notice that. Oh, I didn't. Mm. Oh, yes. I mean, that would make sense. He works with uh, uh, Snake. I know. I was yeah. just like,
2: why would you invite Radich? And then I realized that like Snake and Radich work together. Like, they're work colleagues now. So, yeah.
0: I would assume that Radich also helped Joey get the stripper. <laughs> For sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he called in a few favors. Yeah. Uh, Craig tells Joey that Fancy was actually uh, not a 14-year-old's idea, but two 13-year-olds idea. And Joey's like, well, in that case, no. And then Joey says, Both of your ages combined wouldn't make you old enough to see it, which is incorrect. Joey can't do math. Uh, well,
1: you know, he's got the he's got the he's got the issues.
0: Yeah. So then JT who does not know Joey and just met him challenges joey on this uh stance and says well how come craig gets to see the show when we don't <laughs> like what <That's>
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. i mean, even craig should be like dude i thought you were jp until like earlier today <laughs> like seriously get the fuck out of here yeah, yeah the answer to that is get the fuck out of my house yeah Uh, Joey says, Craig will be upstairs in his bedroom when the show is going on. And again, why didn't Joey have Craig go to stay with his grandma? Like, I don't get that. Yeah. Um,
2: Also, Craig starts to argue with Joey about this. And it's just like, dude, this is not the time that you start arguing. What you do is you melt backwards into the scenery. mm
0: -hmm. Yes, exactly.
2: That the drunker everybody gets, the more they forget that you're there.
1: That is correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Start serving drinks. Like do anything. <laughs> like you just be like, oh hey, yeah. And and not say anything. Exactly. Yeah, he needs to like not just...
2: like Homer Simpson into the hedge. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh.
0: Uh so we go to the uh women's party, which is not very exciting. Uh they're basically out on a patio at like an Earl's. Um Spike. This gave me
2: like a pang in my heart. I was just like, ah, I want to go have drinks on a patio.
0: <laughs> yeah, it did seem like a different world. Uh, Spike, Lucy and Caitlin are there. There was a mariachi band playing. But uh, <laughs> Spike says to Caitlin, make them stop or you'll have four dead Mexicans. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's clearly miserable. Lucy and Caitlin ask what the problem is. Lucy tells Spike to have a drink. And Spike says she can't and Lucy's like, sounds like you're pregnant. And uh, Spike just looks all sad and Caitlin says it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's like they should just be like, this is better than the last time this happened. Yeah. I think Lucy even alludes to that, doesn't she? She says, she said, at least you have someone that loves you this time.
1: Yeah. like
0: <laughs> She says, at least someone that loves you, not someone who finished with one thrust and then ignored you and fell off a bridge. <laughs> jumped off a bridge. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, possibly. Uh, so
0: know. here's where this turns into an episode of Full House, where Spike says, "You heard Snake. He said he doesn't want kids. You heard him. That's not at all what he said." Yeah, no. uh, they've had no conversation. Spike, the grown woman, who has just has just jumped to this conclusion, and this is the main like this is the main conflict in this show is that Spike has jumped to a conclusion and, like, we've never got the sense that Spike would do this, right? Like, we've been following Spike since she was 13. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, Spike is, like, cl- very clear-headed, right? You usually. Know, I think.
0: Usually. Like, it's... it's it, usually it's it's Snake that's the, like, flying off the handle. Yeah. So, anyways... Uh, Lucy says, what's she going to do? And Spike is like, cancel the wedding. And then she's like, me and Emma have gotten this far on our own. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on?
1: I think we need to green screen you into this, Alan. Like, where you could
0: come in and go... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just get smart. up
1: in their face and go, what the fuck what is, is going happening on? here?
0: Like, do you... I remember, what was it, a couple of episodes ago where I think, Barry, you made the suggestion, you know, when, when they go and get the engagement ring, Patrick's there. Like, that's a better plot. Yep. She runs into an ex, <laughs> and she's conflicted. Yeah, exactly. But... Uh, I mean, no. I
2: guess they did kind of rush into this, so I'm not surprised that she, like... <laughs> Is having second thoughts and wants to rush back out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But but just based on an off comment by Snake saying, yeah, we don't want kids right now.
0: That means the wedding is off and getting an abortion. It just, yeah, the logic is just not there. Yeah. Yeah. So Lucy asks, what about the baby? Spike says that wasn't meant to happen either, so maybe it won't. Um, I noted this is probably why Liz is not part of the wedding party.
1: Mm. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah.
0: Uh, so we get back to Emma and Manny who are watching movies at Emma's place. Emma asks if Sean uh, was, uh, you know, was upset about what Manny told him, and Manny says for the millionth time he wasn't upset. Emma says she hopes Snake will take the news just as well, um, you know, because it's the same. You can't go to the wedding. We have a surprise baby. Samesies. Um Emma says, <laughs> "Are you guys
2: familiar with what they're?" Like, while they're watching movies, they're, like, putting together little bags of candies. Are you familiar with what they're doing there? It's Halloween. <laughs> it's, ha- it's Halloween. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Alan said, Halloween. Um, <laughs>
2: those are Jordan almonds, um, which are traditional as wedding favors. They're actually kind of beautiful. It's, it's the bitter almonds and the sweet sugar, and it symbolizes the bitterness of life and the sweetness of love. And they're packaged in groups of five to represent happiness, health, longevity, wealth, and fertility.
0: Well, we got the last also one. <laughs> because
2: it's an odd number that's indivisible, um, which symbolizes the unity of the husband and the wife.
0: It's
1: beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not Halloween. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh I, okay. I get it. It's... it's, it's uh, Valentine's Day, I
0: get it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, like, they're like candy, ah, Barry's a, got it.
2: A candy-coated almond,
0: basically.
2: So, <laughs> mm. if you ever see them at a wedding? They are considered an aphrodisiac.
1: So, there you go. They give me, they give me gas. They
0: give me a boner. <laughs> <laughs> this one represents my Woody. <laughs> uh. So. uh oh,
1: Alan ate the. Uh, he ate
0: the uh, the wedding treat. He ate the almonds. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, look out. All right. Um, Emma says that it would be like a, you know it would be like a family if they had a new baby. So Emma's all for this kid. Um, mm. Emma, the one who usually sucks, is the most rational person right now in this family. That's great. It's always a good sign. Uh, Spike comes in and Emma asks if they got all wild and crazy. Spike says it was fine and she sounds very unenthused. Um, Emma uh, Spike looks at Emma's hair. And she, again, it's full house, so she's like, I ruined your hair, I ruined everything! And she goes upstairs, so, it's great. Uh, Emma the child follows her, and tells Spike that, you know, like, Emma, again, coaching her mom about this child situation. is like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll just have to convince Snake that it's gonna be okay. And Spike says, if I have this baby, to her daughter!
1: Ugh. hmm
0: Oh, so, I again, know. there's the green me green screen again like the scene pauses <laughs> and my head pops in and i'm like what <laughs> the fuck what is this it's just like and it's about five
1: minutes of you just like pacing back and forth in the scene yeah i'm just
2: yeah. going what i mean well, I, I, she, you just know that emma's gonna be a pain in the ass about this too like again i haven't seen the second part But, like, you just know it's gonna be like, if you'd aborted me, then I wouldn't be around. Yeah, but you... You you just know it, right? Like, she's just gonna be such a pain in the ass. I am not looking forward to it.
0: I I want to be mad at Emma, and I'm sure I still might be in the next episode, but it's like, this is 100% Spike's fault. You don't fucking share this with your daughter in this moment.
2: Yeah, no, 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 no.
0: So, of course, like, if Emma flies off the handle, she should, she's 13 years old. (laughs) Like... Mm. Um. So, yeah, she th- she asks her mom flat out, "Are you thinking of having the abortion?" And her mom's like, "I might," and leaves us and her child in suspense as we uh Fuck's get the to be continued, and we'll find out in the next episode. Does she get the abortion? Does the wedding happen? Like, <laughs> what happened with Craig and the stripper? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> And uh, that's the episode, White Wedding Part 1. Yeah. Um, So in the Degrassi fandom, I'm uh, reading these comments for the first time now here. This person says, Boy, Manny is a klutz between tripping up the steps in the cabaret episode and then uh, in this episode. So someone noticed. That she's stripping. Yeah, I
2: feel like we're rewriting history on that one. <laughs> it's just really not a klitz. Uh
0: <laughs> Lots of people say that this is a cute episode. They love it. One person said uh, they love the scene where Manny falls down. Um, this person, their power of observation is amazing. It looks like Emma has an afro. Yes, that's the point. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it from the uh, the DeGrassipedia page. So. Did,
2: did you have a bachelor party, Barry?
0: Oh,
1: Barry! Snippet because no, he just came back to the group. I Sorry, did. Edit.
0: There were titties everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he said my laptop died. Oh, okay. Sorry. He just sent to the group. So, <laughs> okay. well,
2: never mind then.
1: Cut. Yeah. I I was not uh, I uh, yeah I was not at his bachelor party. Uh, no, or was I? I was actually.
0: <laughs> were you out drinking but. by the truck the whole time?
1: No, this was another night because what happened was uh, it was down at a hotel. I don't know if you'd want to tell the story, but they got a stripper to come to the hotel room. But they said he said it was the most pathetic thing. They were all just like 15 fellas sitting on the beds on the two double beds. And this girl dancing in the corner of the room with this big fucking bouncer with his arms crossed, <laughs> and they just sat there like little schoolboys. And I had I I came later, but uh, sure, you did. Said, sure you did. Sure you did. Well, it's true. I don't know why I did, but but they were like, yeah, we just sat there and watched in silence as the music played. <laughs> like they had a little like a little stereo, <laughs> and
0: yeah. It was all good. I'm glad that Barry isn't here, and this 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 story is going into the the final cut. So, (laughs)
1: there it is.
0: I'll ask him. I'll I'll ask him before I publish it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) And I showed up after, and it was just like. Oh, man. Sure you did. Again, how
0: convenient. Oh, y'all, strippers and hijinks and lap dances and craziness. But I wasn't there. I showed up after when we were.
1: (laughs) But it's true. It's actually true. And they were so like, uh, it was like walking around like a, uh, a locker room and people like the team that just lost the game. Like, yeah, I don't know they showed up and it was really kind of weird and it wasn't good (laughs) and we're awkward and strange about it. So it's yeah, it wasn't a
0: rollicking uh, time at all. It was quite awkward for everyone involved. I mean, I could see that. Like, honestly, aside from the gag of it, I don't really understand the appeal of that situation just because of what you described, you know? Like, it just feels more embarrassing. What are you going to sit around and be like... (laughs) Who has a boner? Do you have a boner?
1: <laughs> yeah, like I'd say we were in our late twenties at the time, and it's kind of like you're kind of over that stuff. You go, "Oh, that's a, that's a naked person." Yeah, well, oh, Barry's back. That's okay. I'm on my phone though, so it might sound a bit different.
0: Um, hey, hey. <laughs> I have to ask you an editing question. Okay. Um, so Ted decided to tell the story of your bachelor party.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. At the hotel. Remember. Yeah. That? Yes. I didn't tell about I, I just said about I just said about the stripper when she showed up and you were telling me the story after and she was and you were all like I don't know, that was not so good. Yeah. Yes. And she took a break halfway, she would have taken a piss. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I forgot that part.
0: Oh, oh, nice. I, I, I
1: jumped back on my laptop, just give me one second. oh
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's all staying in. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in a sec. "Oh, yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to wrap things up so <laughs> on behalf yeah. of uh, on behalf of Barry <laughs> bye and uh, for the rest of us we're going to be back with the next episode White Wedding Part 2 see how this story ends and uh, again I will sign off on behalf of all of our pals so uh, we will see you all in a few days peace Bye. See you next time baby I'm back well I just said I'm George and my love I would never do my homework I would stay up late and dream about caring
2: I would never kick girls out of my house Maybe I would I would walk around the and get
1: naked But don't you get to call my dream Everyone thinks I'm so good Let's let's go Yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah